All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. You know, I'm, I, I don't even know where to begin. I watched the mob, the media, and and they think last night was the was the big harbinger of things to come a year from now. Now, there are things that I will reiterate today that Republicans need to hear loudly and very clearly as we are now a year away from what I think is the most important presidential election in our lifetime. And, and themes that you have heard from me for a long time. When Sweet Baby James handed me an article this morning, and it said, even Hannity thinks that the abortion issue, you know, we've got to be realistic. I'm like, how long have I been saying that? I've been saying it forever. How long have I been saying that Republicans in every state, they need, they, and conservatives need to get over whatever reluctance, whatever resistance they may have towards voting early, voting by mail? How often have I talked about the need for integrity measures in every state, voter ID, um, signature verification, chain of custody controls, updated voter rolls, Partisan observers, as many states have as as their law, being able to watch the voting all day and when the polls close, the vote counting all night up close. I've been saying this. I've been screaming this, frankly, since 2020. It's not new for me. And and yet it would be a surprise. Now, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, I think that had a very big part to play in why 2022, the red wave that was expected didn't happen. You know, I, I, I keep pointing to one example because I think it's, it says it all. And that was in Linda's state of Pennsylvania. And in Pennsylvania, nice guy, but Doug Mastriano didn't have a shot. Made no exceptions for rape, incest, or the mother's life. That is an untenable position. Now, understand, as I'm talking about abortion here, you know, it doesn't matter what my position is on this. Everyone knows I'm, I'm pro-life. I believe in the sanctity of life. I put my money where I mouth, my mouth is. I support the mission of preborn. I've been buying 4D ultrasound machines because through science, the science of 4D ultrasound, many, many expecting moms that have been thinking about abortion once they're introduced to the, the majesty and, and the beauty of what is growing inside them, they usually choose life. And, and they offer counseling services and, and all, all sorts of services to help any expecting mom, and, and then when they give birth, they, they stick with them as well, and they help them with anything and everything pretty much that they need. But I'm just, I'm just watching. You would think that this was the biggest election night ever. We, we didn't even go wall-to-wall coverage last night. It was that insignificant. Now, let me start in the Commonwealth of Virginia. On Monday, I had Governor Glenn Youngkin on my TV show, and, on, and he's been very, very good about and strong on the issue that Republicans need to vote early and vote by mail and stop the reluctance and resistance. The state that pulls it off the best with Republicans that I know of is Florida. I mean, in Florida, Republicans, conservatives down there, they have no problem voting by mail. They have no problem voting early. And they've had no integrity issues. If anything, the integrity issues under Governor DeSantis have gone way up. And, and now what I like about what Governor Yunkin did is he's, he's trying to institutionalize this 
And then people <clears throat> may wrongly say, well, based on the results, a lot of good that did. They're looking at it the wrong way. I told Glenn Youngkin on Monday, I said, I'll be honest, Governor. I had given up on the state, on the Commonwealth of Virginia, ever going red again. And for many years, we looked at it as a purple state. And But it really is a blue state. There has been a mass influx. I don't know the exact numbers. I can get them. I'd say well over a million people. As the bureaucracy in Washington, D.C. grows, people need a place to live. Well, D.C. bureaucrats, 95% of which vote for Democrats, they have been flooding all of Northern Virginia. And that's where they're living. Okay, so what, what does that mean? That took what was once a pretty reliably red state, then turned it purple, and I would argue it was blue. I had given up on it. And Glenn Youngkin came out of nowhere, ran a phenomenal campaign at the right time. You know, a lot of it, remember, go back to the Loudoun County school issues and the things that were going on there. And he pulled off a massive victory two years ago. And all credit goes to him because I didn't think it would be in play again. I was shocked by the margin that same year that the Republican gubernatorial candidate was able to pull off in New Jersey. Had anybody known that that was a possibility? Republicans might have been able to pick off New Jersey in that gubernatorial race had we paid more attention to it. So to listen to people, you know, criticize Governor Glenn Youngkin, I'm, I'm, I'm just so opposite of them. Number one, Glenn Youngkin is Glenn Youngkin. You know, just because somebody endorses you does not guarantee victory. It could help in some cases. It might may just be the, enough to put it over the top. But I, I, I've always thought that endorsements are overrated. Over the years, people have wanted my endorsement. It usually doesn't help. I, I, I don't see any benefit. If you're going to win a race and you're in a race to win a, a seat, whatever, gubernatorial race, congressional seat, Senate seat, You've got to win because you want it more than the other guy, and you've got to win based on, on what you're running on and the message you're, you're putting out to people, but you also need election integrity measures in place like the ones that I just mentioned. And Republicans, you know, you cannot start out Election Day down hundreds of thousands of votes and think you're going to win. I think that has been a terrible mistake. You know, how is it that Katie Hobbs and John Fetterman and Joe Biden... How do these Democrats end up winning when all they've done is is hang out in their basement the whole campaign? Well, they win because of these other efforts that the Democratic Party is engaged in, like legal ballot harvesting that the Republicans are not involved in. They need to be involved in. And, you know, they, they don't have a problem in the Democratic Party with voting by mail or voting early. You know, and remember what ballot harvesting is, is somebody picking up somebody else's ballot and returning it for them. Now, I'm sure that nobody would ever alter a ballot, right? That would never happen. It's impossible. I can't imagine anybody being that, you know, horrible a person that they would steal somebody's vote. But I bet you it probably does happen, doesn't it? I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. That's why I don't like it. But it's not the system that I like. If I had my voting system, I would make it simple. My voting system would be paper ballots, uh, with the exceptions of the military, the elderly, the infirmed. Uh, it would be same-day voting. You don't have voting 90 days out of the election. You don't even have debates, and you're, you know, a million votes take place. Dr. Oz, John Fetterman, they didn't even, 
there were like 750,000 votes cast before they ever debated. It's just unfair to the voters because anything can happen last minute. That big last minute October surprise. I mean, if the FBI didn't censor big tech in the lead up to the 2020 election and you didn't have early voting, America would have known that Hunter's laptop was very real. And I think that would have had a huge impact on that race, especially if we got into the details of what's in it. But anyway, I digress a little bit here is Virginia is a blue state. It is a blue state because that's where all the D.C. bureaucrats have decided to live. The fact that Yunkin won in the first place is a miracle. And those that are out there slamming him, uh, it is misplaced anger. Governor Yunkin did not have to involve himself in, in trying and attempting to get the House of Delegates and the Senate to be Republican. But he went out there, he helped entice people to run, he kept his word, he campaigned with them, he put it all on the line, it's not his name on the ballot, it's their name on the ballot, and then the Democrats also got involved. They, they didn't expect, they didn't see Glenn Youngkin winning two years ago. They didn't see it happening. So now they paid more attention this time. And so you just got to realize for what it is. Now, if you want to look at some of these other states, you know, what didn't happen is Virginia's population is about 8.6 million. You know, you can look at another place and it happens to be Long Island, New York, where I currently live. Not much longer, but where I currently live. And anyway, you know, we were all hoping that Glenn Youngkin's popularity would help him turn the entire legislature red, but... Not only did he not win the Senate, they didn't win the House of Delegates. But I don't blame, I, I give Glenn Youngkin credit for trying. Glenn Youngkin was not on the ballot, didn't have to put himself out there, but he did. Now, Long Island is about the same population as Virginia, 8 million. So we're not talking about, you know, some, and, uh, some outlier. And if anything, New York State, which Long Island is a part of, is even on paper more blue than Virginia ever was. And Long Island... All right, let's say it's purple. Suffolk County went for Trump in 2020. Nassau County went for Biden. And until January of 2022, Nassau County uh, executives for Nassau and Suffolk County were were both Democrats. In January of 2022, uh, Republican Bruce Blakeman was sworn in as Nassau County's executive after defeating a Democrat. And last night in Suffolk County, Republican Ed Romaine defeated the Democrat, David Colon, for the county executive race there after Democrats had held that seat for 12 long years. And he did it with a 57 42 landslide. And let me tell you, one of the big issues on Long Island is all these illegal immigrants that have been shipped up to New York, the sanctuary state that were welcomed by Governor Hochul and welcomed by Mayor Adams. And that, you know, they have been in the middle of the night pushing them out to Long Island and pushing them upstate New York. And everyone's fed up with it. Now, if you want to look at Kentucky, I think everybody's not really analyzing that race. In that Kentucky, you have an incumbent Democrat, Andy Bashir. He won re-election. He defeated the Republican state attorney general. And, okay, a win is a win is a win. But Bashir, you know, literally his entire campaign, he never talked about Joe Biden. He never talked about Democratic Party of today. He talked about energy independence. He sounded like a Republican. 
So that doesn't surprise me. I think you could probably add to the equation that, you know, you know, would you, anyone consider Mitch McConnell anything other than really a rhino? I mean, it's, it's you know, they want to put the blame somewhere. One place they really can't put it this time, even Nate Silver acknowledged, actually came up with an interesting take on it, how election results show the GOP losses without Trump on the ballot. And he went through a history of that. You know, when Trump himself is not on the ballot. I mean, you know, sometimes his candidates win, sometimes they don't. Sometimes these candidates just suck. I mean, if I would have known Mastriano was that extreme, I, I, I forget it. Who would have voted? You know, why was he even the candidate at that point? Anyway, it's got to be a lesson for Republicans. They've got to run as conservatives. They've got to run on an agenda that is low taxes, limited government, greater freedom, uh, border security, law and order, safety, security, so every American can pursue happiness energy independence and energy dominance uh they've got to believe in the first the second amendment they got to put legislators on the uh, i'm sorry ju- uh, judges on the bench that believe in interpreting the constitution that believe in separation of powers and they got to simply believe in peace through strength the agenda is not complicated it's not hard to communicate but it's also up to the candidates themselves to do the the heavy lifting here but i but i just think everybody's wrong and they're acting like it's the biggest deal in the world. And I'm telling you, it wasn't. And does it reflect, does it give us any insight into what can happen in 2024? Well, yeah. Republicans better get over their reluctance and resistance about voting early based on the system we have now, now not the one we wish we had. Uh, Republicans better get in the legal ballot harvesting movement. Uh, Republicans need to pick, pick good candidates And Republicans, I'm going to say it, if Democrats are demagoguing you as racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, that you want dirty air and water and that you want grandma and grandpa to die and that you want to take away abortion rights when you do not, you have got to counter those lies. Yes, abortion, you know, has for the last two election cycle, it is playing a part. Democrats are spending like 50% of their ad money on abortion, demagoguing and lying about Republicans. Now, even though I'm pro-life, I would say I think the nation, the country, and this is my analysis, not my own personal view, probably is settled on the issue at about 15 weeks. You know, Roe v. Wade was bad law, needed to go. Now it's up to the states to decide. But then it's also up to Republicans that they have got to make sure if they're being lied about that they counter that lie. And in most of these races where it was an issue, Republicans never fought back. That's on them. That's not on the voters. Now, speaking of life, I've always said the issue of pro-life is a, is a hard issue. And this is where preborn.com slash on comes in. This is a great organization. And what they've been able to do is use the science of 4D ultrasound And they give free ultrasounds to any expecting mom. They also offer counseling services. And if moms give birth and they need help with counseling even after, or if they need help with diapers or baby formula or medical, whatever it is, they're there to help. Anyway, they offer offer these free 4D ultrasounds. And with the science of ultrasound, when expecting moms hear a heartbeat and they're able to count fingers and toes and they see the miracle of birth within them and maybe even see facial features, well, the odds go up dramatically that they're going to want to give life to that, that miracle inside them. 
but they don't get a penny from the federal government like Planned Parenthood. They can only continue this great mission because of your generosity. Anyway, I hope you'll join me. I've donated a number of these 4D ultrasound machines. I'll donate more. Anyway, there's two ways to donate. Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby, or go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. That's preborn.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.